Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. State lawmakers are being warned to stop excessive drinking. Um, um, that Connecticut was a state that didn't offer support um, that the, I'm sorry. Chamber of Stanadis. Please, Celtics, don't hire a woman to be the head coach. I, I can't believe that's even in the conversation. I think it was obvious to smart people that's where it came from. I have no doubt about it. I had no doubt about it. Uh, I was criticized by the press because China has a lot of people taken care of. That Marion Barry. Marion Barry. Marion Barry. You know what? I, I actually smoke crack with Marion Barry. I swear to God. Thousands of emails to and from Dr. Anthony Fauci have been obtained by news outlets, including CNN. They offer a glimpse into Fauci's frantic schedule and the weight that came with his role uh, of being a bearer of honest news. Was that what that was? Mm. Could have fooled me. My goodness. Yes, that's what it was. That's what those email documents... Uh, right, that's th- what it showed. That it was, yes, that he was overburdened with uh, being the bearer of truth. Unvarnished facts. It's hard to be so honest all the time. Even though the evil Donald Trump was trying to uh, have him distort the truth so that he could uh, prove his fealty to Putin or who knows. At this point. <laughs> uh, so that is where we are. We are running behind today once again. Uh, of course, everything happens the moment <laughs> we're about to start recording. And today, we had a, uh, a another little adventure, which was um, which was at moments uh, horrifying, and uh, <laughs> and then turned out to be okay. But they chewed up some time, and that's why we have a little casualty in the studio with us right now. When you have a son who is has many allergies. And uh, his siblings cook for him. <laughs> Sometimes it uh, becomes a possible a frantic emergency situation. But anyway, emergency has been averted. Everything is yep. fine. But we've gone through. We're a, good. I have the, the epipens at the ready in the case anything worsens. The pre-show trauma is over. The uh, <laughs> vomit is gone. Thank you, Alice. Well done. And uh, here we go. So I don't even know where I want to start today. I was on TIC in Connecticut this morning, and it was just too good because we were covering really wall-to-wall the story about Connecticut uh, lawmakers have been getting drunk in the parking garage <laughs> now since no spectators, no general public is allowed in the building. Uh, they've just been setting up camp and having a blast getting hammered, and that's what the audio you heard was uh, Rep Comey. This is a woman who was overserved. And uh, unable to uh, continue on. Um. You recognize that heavy breathing? Uh, that is when you are bleep-faced. Anyway, she was... Uh, somebody cut her off. Whoever was running the proceedings cut her off eventually. And the doctor went up there. And she then put out this statement, of course, saying that, you know, out of an abundance of caution, she did not drive... And that she was under a lot of pressure and anxiety and mm-hmm. mixed with a little bit of wine she had with her meal at dinner. 
Right. So there uh-huh. you go. But anyway, there's a spate of this happening in Connecticut, and these are just political hacks who are just abusing their uh, their privileges right now. And uh, that's their problem if you're in another state, but if you're in Connecticut, that is your problem. And this happens all over the place. But we're not starting there. You know, that's of great entertainment to me, obviously. I couldn't have asked for a better scandal. If, if, for so More applicable to your knowledge base. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can just go by personal experience. I don't have to read up anything. Okay, but... Um, so I don't even want to start with Fauci Alice. I want to start with this radio station flap. Mm-hmm. So this is very interesting to me. Alice and I know little to nothing about sports. I was listening to Jerry Callahan's podcast today, which you should listen to. And that's when I learned that the Celtics are getting a new head coach. Danny Ainge was fired. He was the GM. Brad Stevens, who's the coach, has moved up to GM. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics are hiring a new coach. Now, there are these people saying and floating the idea that, hey, you know what? Maybe it's time for a woman. be a good idea to have a woman as the coach. Yeah, so I guess he has praised this uh, woman who's an assistant coach before right. in the past. Okay, so it's getting people talking. This is the this is the year of identity politics and people getting positions purely on their physicality and gender So yeah. or race. So if ever there's a year, this is where it could happen, of course. So Jerry Callahan, who knows all about uh, sports, uh, says uh, no way it would be very tough for a woman to earn the respect of these players who've only played under men for whatever. And it's an interesting conversation. Uh, You you know, I mean, I do think that that possibly a woman could uh, coach uh, the NBA. It's more likely than that one could play in the NBA. So I'll give them that. Alice, that is vicious and undercuts the feminist movement and uh, women's Mm -hmm. uh, achievements. <clears throat> um, so come here for the best sports analysis. So no, no, Alice. but here's the point. Mm-hmm. The point is this. So it's kind of it's a great fodder for sports talk radio. Okay. Okay. So today on and ninety eight five the Sports Hub, which is the big sports talk here in Boston show, they have this roundup at the end where they play the highlights of the show, the best callers of the show. At least I think that that's what it was, or and the funniest callers. The funniest. Of the show. So so anyway. They take uh, they take this, but one of these um, hosts is Scott Zolak, who's the TV voice, I think TV voice of the Patriots, mm-hmm. who's a, a cool guy, does a good job, right. et cetera. So they take this call. Uh, let's get to this. Uh, Steven in North Carolina wants no discussions of a woman and getting the head coaching no gig. No way, Jose. Uh, Steven is in North Carolina. Hi, Steven. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, I'm all fired up. Are you? The red all back <laughs> is rolling in his grave. Is he? Please, Celtics, don't hire a woman to be the head coach. <laughs> I-, I can't believe that's even in the conversation. Uh, the Red Sox went and did it. They hired a, a woman to be a manager of one of their farm system teams. That's great. So you, you get know. it. This guy does not want a woman to be the coach. There are any number of reasons, whatever. This is sports talk radio. You get these jocular guys. You can call him a pig. You can call him just a guy with an opinion, a jerk, whatever. These are the these are the people, the callers that color the station. You know, right. there's all sorts of. This is a call you definitely take if you're a board op. If you're a show, you tell mm-hmm. your producer take that call because the guy's going to say something. He's got a he's got a controversial. Yeah, you want the take. wacky people. To- Absolutely. So so so. They do that, and that's and they take the call, whatever they laugh about it. They laugh at him a little bit, et cetera. That's mm-hmm. fine. So then, a reporter for the Boston Herald, who I've known and liked, and still do like, named Megan Ottolini, a reporter for the Boston Herald, who's also doing some gigs for the on the competing radio station. But that's neither here nor there, other than the fact it's probably not wise to tweet out that you were listening to the competition. Because there's a program director and salespeople at your own station saying, wait a second, what's going on? So that was unwise. But anyway, Megan Ottolini. I mean, to be fair, she's like probably under 30, right? So Probably right around there. And the other station is on the AM dial, is it not? No, it's on the FM dial. It is? Oh, okay. Well, then I don't know why she wouldn't listen to it. Although nobody listens to it, so. Well, right. Okay. So anyway, Megan Ottolini. Um. She uh, she tweets out, she's been listening to it, and mm-hmm. she's angry about this. Can you tell me what she tweeted, Alice? Just turned on the other sports radio station to hear a caller saying, 
please, Celtics, don't hire a woman. How about we please don't give people like that a platform? Thanks. Okay. So, I think this is remarkable. Remarkable. Mm-hmm. And I think that, unbeknownst to herself, and this is how amazing this is, is that with that tweet, Megan Annalini has proven why you don't want a woman as the coach of the Celtics. For some people. She makes a very good case. Yep. Because she doesn't even want... She's so easily offended and has a thin skin... That even some guy, a jerk caller... From North on, Carolina. ...who's on for 30 seconds, she wants that voice gone. Don't give that person a platform. They said something mean that upsets me and it hurts me. Well, that's one of the reasons you're worried about having a woman coach for the Celtics is because you don't know that they're, they're going to be sensitive like Megan. Right. And players are jocular and vicious to each other. And they'd be vicious to a coach. But lots of times a player will challenge a coach, get face-to-face with a coach, certainly. You can't have somebody... Megan now is saying, no, a woman is just as qualified to do the job, absolutely. But don't... Wait, wait a second. Don't hurt my feelings. No, you're proving why. First of all, you can't take... It's your judgment, one, radio judgment, to not take that call. That's remarkable. (laughs) And two, you're putting on display... Oversensitivity based on being a woman. Because he right. said something anti woman. Well, if you're going to be, even in sports talk, but if you're going to be in pro sports, they toss a lot of, uh, a lot of smack talk around and it gets vicious. I mean, if you just see that, if you could just imagine the way Kevin Garnett spoke to opposing mm-hmm. players, etc., it's a rough, no holds barred game. Right. It's for, it's, Complete and total competition. These guys are hard guys. And they're, they'll rib you. They will hurt your feelings. If you're a woman, you the least... They're going to find a thing to offend. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, they find a thing to offend. Right now. Right. They say horrible things. They use... They talk in ways, especially like Kevin Gardner, the old Celtics person. Other than using the N-word every third word... <laughs> He was a smack talker for the ages, and it's just part of the game. It's right. part of what men do. They get jocular, you know. They try to um, they try to um, light each other up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, get the other person peeves. The other person loses their cool, etc. And that would, t- to me, for her to have a problem, mm-hmm. it's just so damned weak to me. I can't yeah. believe it. Why would you do you that? You can't say that out loud. That you don't. We can't platform people. We can't have people like that talking like that's why men don't want women hanging out with them when they're together right that's why guys a lot of times go out and do stuff together and they say and, and when some guy brings his wife or girlfriend they're like what is this what is this okay you've done that now none of us can speak freely because we have mm-hmm. to walk on eggshells because she's gonna get offended if we talk like guys talk right I yeah have, We've all had this happen. This is crazy. I mean, when you have a your friend like bring the his wife or girlfriend around unannounced as a guy it, it, to a situation where it's always just been guys, it's a betrayal by that friend. You're like, wait, great, you've deluded and destroyed <laughs> this uh, uh, situation that we had. There's a reason for this stuff, and there is no. I, I'm just that is not a good sign. Yeah, no. I mean, and it's not a good sign for if the Celtics were to hire a woman, who I'm sure is a great coach and a lovely person and probably wouldn't behave like Megan Annalini behaves. Can you imagine the level of this kind of discourse that is going to surround all sports discourse Oh my from goodness. that point on? How dare you is going to be the order of the day. Yes. From, for everything anybody says that insults you're just the first head... Coat women, woman head coach in the NBA. You're just, you know, too fragile, and they're gonna have a problem with everything anybody says he, about it. Uh, he never would have said that to a man, right? Oh, all the time. A man would have gotten be... that call, right? And she followed up. She had an argument about um, about it with Scott Zolak, who responded to her on Twitter, 
and said it wasn't an advertised platform. We actually made fun of the moron. He said he has a wife and two daughters. And she replied, Scott, I'm a fan of your work. You usually crack me up. But the only reason I heard this guy is because you played it twice in your final word segment. Hearing trash like that makes my blood boil. Then if it makes your blood boil, call in or do something. Attack him. You call the line. Apparently you're a listener to the station. You might as well get on there. Or use your own platform and, and talk to the guy. You're saying you're not saying you're not making an argument. You're saying you were made upset by his mean words. Right. You're saying we can't let people like this talk because it's so terrible. And, you know, and it didn't sound to me like he was presenting any particularly lucid arguments about coaching ability of the particular no. women under consideration. I know. He the- sounds like a moron. Who cares? Welcome to Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> when people care about other other grown men <laughs> in sports, it's a ridiculous uh, platform anyway. I want to talk about this th- uh, 33-year-old man in a tight uniform and his physical prowess and how much his contract should be, dang it, with, with other people's money. This is very important to me. <laughs> it's like, no. the only That's why the only people who are really good at Sports Talk Radio are the people who can make it appealing for those people who don't like sports. You know, trash talk the guy or whatever, but to say, like, how dare this radio station give him a platform? Like, it's it's like we talked about the other day, how, like, people who have a good point to make or who are confident in their argument, um, they don't... Hey, Dave! Dave! Dave, go! Dave, come here! Dave, come here! He's going... Come here, Dave. Come here. Um, Dave is the dog, by the way. (laughs) Uh, people who are excited about their What were you position- afraid Dave was doing, by the way? I don't want to talk about it. Does it have to do with... Were you afraid Dave was going to try to lick old vomit? No. Or fairly fresh vomit? No. Oh, I know what you were going to do. say. You were afraid Dave was going to go into our room and crap on the laundry. <laughs> right, on my pile of clean this laundry is, that I just Those of you saying you want to be part of our family, <laughs> these are the realities of it. Um, anyway. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No. Um... People who are confident in their positions don't demand that other people not be allowed to say the opposing position. That's just right. not a thing. If you're confident in your positions, you want the other person saying what they think all day long because you think it's stupid and you can counter it. Exactly. You don't... You and you know, don't go I take don't an end-around way to the host because you have a direct line to him now thanks to Twitter and say, ask for a programming change in the way the structure <laughs> of the show is now. Because that kind of thing hurts me. Well, that's why sports radio skews men 35 to 64. Because they're dumb idiots whose feelings generally don't get hurt. You know, right. this is what was like, in, this is what like why Barstool had to change. Because they made it wasn't all about the boys anymore. They made it about being sensitive to certain people and this and that. Now Portnoy has to take crap from young activists, men and women, who are offended by the fact that he, uh, you know, did an interview with the sitting president of the United States. I wish we could talk to him. I don't have his number. I'm sorry. He's not interested. I'd assume. But I just, I just, this just blows me away. If I were, if I were, well, I guess I'm talking about it now. But damn, I wish Jerry's show was, uh, was, was uh, on again. <sighs> uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Phil, Allison. I'm okay. texting Jerry. Well, anyway, so I guess to me the point is, like what you said, this Megan Ottolini thing just proves why you wouldn't want a woman coach because if you want to hear nagging scolds all day long tell you about how sexist you are, then I think the best thing you could possibly do would be to hire a woman coach because... That's all that's going to happen is there's going to be callers who say dumb things and trash talk. And there's going to be players on the court that say dumb things and trash talk. If you enjoyed the news cycle of the WNBA star complaining that somebody exaggerated her weight on the court, then then you'll, you'll look forward to the Celtics having a woman head coach because there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of would he have said that if she weren't a woman. Yes. And, you know, this is so out of line. This player doesn't respect her because she's a woman. And the sports radio callers are going to be terrible. Right. And now we'll have to do a, a thing now where, uh, where, you know, even the discussion – 
will be uh, on talk radio will be uh, judged. So the parameters of the discussion, what opinions can you take when you're screening the calls? Right. And then what do you do? Have an activist call all these advertisers? And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a great way to dumb down, not to dumb down, to ruin a good talk radio and take the fun right out of it. Yeah. Uh, So then it's just going to be, you know, all people scolding us for being sexist all the time. Say non-harmful things, all callers. It's very harmful that that caller was allowed to have a platform. Well, and then I guess you'll probably get callers lying about what they're going to say before they get on the air. Right, but they'll have to be dumped or the producer will have to learn how to to, to catch them. And then there'll be a huge uh, no-call list about 600 (laughs) callers around New England who aren't allowed on because they want to be entertaining. So then more people will move to sports podcasts and away from terrestrial radio. Right. But but, but there will be people who don't want that kind of conversation happening anywhere and will pursue those people who've migrated on to podcasts. Right. It's like the Globe Lady going after Kirk. I'm afraid now because he has a podcast and he can just say whatever he wants. I can't control it on the podcast. (laughs) Those activists are going after Kirk and Jerry still. They they will not leave them alone. They don't want that speech being said anywhere. It is disgusting. Yeah. True sign of people who really believe what they say. By the way, I can't believe. I know you sent this to me, Alice. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can't believe I didn't know that there was audio involved. I didn't know this was this. You're from DC. No, no, that's Marion Barry. Marion Barry. Barry. He, I, you know what? I, I actually smoked crack with Marion Barry. I swear to f- God. Jesus. I was in Georgetown, and he used to go to a place right next to the guards. <clears throat> and I was a sophomore, I guess. There was a um, junior when that happened, but he used to come there and drink like late, late. And I would be in uh. there, and he'd go to the bathroom. But anyway. That is Hunter Biden, whose propensity to be a total dirtbag is only equaled by his propensity to not be able to shut the hell up about incredibly humiliating things he's done, including crack with the D.C. mayor, Marion Barry, and, uh, you know, freebasing Parmesan cheese off of his rug and whatever else he does. Well, I did write about Hunter in the Substack. There's been new revelations out today that this woman, um, London... Uh, Roberts, mm-hmm. who we were told was a stripper that he knocked up right. for, you know, um, was not at all a stripper. Who he well, she to. was a stripper, too. Oh, at the time when she worked for him? Uh, I don't know if at the same time, but uh, she had been a stripper, yeah, okay. at a club that he frequented. So oh. he might have got her the job. Oh, I see. I see. He might have got her the job well, at his firm because he enjoyed her company at the strip Well, club. that's even more... Um, but by all accounts, she's actually, a smart. She's yeah. a fairly smart person. She has yeah. degrees. She's. I so, mean, so so he imports uh, the woman who was a stripper into the office and has an affair with her, uh, while he's dating his brother's widow's widow at the right. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we know that he um, that not only did he he claimed he's been claiming that he didn't really know he the didn't woman at all. know her at all he right couldn't. but he did know her because she worked for him. Right. And not only did he get her pregnant and then and then cut her off from any communication, even though she was begging for help. Uh, she had a baby on the way and then she had a baby, but he refused to acknowledge anything about it. He cut off her health insurance. Right. At his firm. He made sure his, she got her health insurance taken away from her. So. Right. And also it's a class solid gold guy right there. And then um, he said it wasn't his baby. And then he was told she will ask for child support. He said that he didn't have any money to give to her for mm-hmm. child support. While he was living in a $12,000 a month house. Yep, with a Porsche. And, uh-huh. and then she, uh, and then uh, he, when a judge got in, involved in the whole thing, he finally settled up and gave her $2.5 million. So he found money where there wasn't money. <laughs> yeah, he, weird how that happens. Um, and so anyway, there's a substack I wrote about that. This guy's just a, 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 an absolute... First, I, I used to think he was a sad mess, but he's not. He's a mean, vile person who right. treated these two other people like subhumans because they weren't in his fancy circles and he could right, yeah he didn't it, need he to toss them away i mean thank god for dna tests right because otherwise he denied ever knowing her and it could have you know she could have been another one of these like people that's just called a crazy accuser by these powerful people like bill clinton and al gore and joe biden and you know it, it would have never come back to haunt him but i you know mr i've never seen this woman before in my life your honor she's just totally crazy 
uh, it turns out he is the dad of the child, and it turns out now that the laptop turned up that uh, we have text messages uh, from him to his assistant getting her health insurance cut off. So now we know exactly what kind of person he is. And frankly, I think it reflects on Joe and Jill Biden, mm-hmm. too. I think it is bizarre behavior to not be in contact with your grandchild you know, over over something like that because you don't think, you know, her mom is classy enough for you or because, you know, you don't you're embarrassed by the circumstances of the grandchild's birth. Like it's still your grandchild at the end of the day. And, you know, at the point where it comes out, even if you like believed Hunter at first that he didn't know her and had no idea, like now it comes out the DNA test comes back and you know that he's either lying or such a mess that he did this. And doesn't remember, supposedly, but now, I mean, now we know that's not even true. He was just lying. But, you know, even if he just did this while he was on a bender and doesn't remember this person, which is possible, people who do drugs do a lot of crazy stuff, like lose laptops in New Jersey and all kinds of stuff. You know, it's possible that you can be on a bender and get somebody pregnant and not remember them. That's possible. But once it turns out you're the parent, Step up. Like what? Right. The DNA doesn't lie. This is just scumbag behavior. And it's scumbag behavior on his part and on Joe and Jill Biden's part. Like you said to me today, it's like all his other legitimate grandchildren are like on one path of like success and privilege and the best schools and knowing the best people and getting ahead. And like this other grandchild is just screwed because, you know, you didn't like her mom or, you know, you're embarrassed by your son's behavior. It's so gross. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. like the most offensive thing and I get so frustrated because it's like the Democratic Party acts like they're these big champions for working class people and single moms and you know who cares if someone's a stripper they still have human dignity and sex work is dignified with sex work is work and all this stuff like all these lefties always tout all this stuff but like when push comes to shove when it is in your circle it doesn't matter just you know go away it reminds me of like I don't know I I think it's absolutely odious i like honestly i care more about this than i care about him selling access to his father to ukrainians uh, totally. and chinese people totally. I mean, like i mean this that's is- also scummy and we yes. have i forget if we even covered it on the show but there was more evidence about that joe biden actually did meet with you know russians and stuff that he was supposed to not be meeting with through hunter it was the whole thing but i mean this is just like on a human level worse and i'm not going to sit here and pretend Trump was some like paragon of human virtue, mm-hmm. but this is like absolutely the worst behavior I I can imagine in a in a right. politician. I mean, right? And I've obviously I've had the, the the normal people on social media saying now do Don uh, Junior now do whatever now do what. Well, remember you told me that they were historically immoral people and unworthy of the perimeter of the White House, right? You know, so your guy was better, remember? Yeah, he's decent. He's good. Right. He's, you know, good uh, old decent Joe who is empathetic and cares about people. That's what. But if you can't care about your own flesh and blood grandchild, like that, that your own son is trying to. I mean, he's trying to hurt his own child. Like, and, and you don't care about that. That doesn't. Bother you don't feel some obligation or sense of duty like that says more about you as a person than almost anything else. I think I completely agree, I, and that's something that's not a you can get a life coach to help you be better at something. That is a, a absolute temperature check on your uh, morality. Yeah, you're just a bad hu- dude and unfixable. Mm-hmm. If that's your natural yeah. thought po- process. Yeah, I mean, I can't look at Jill or Joe Biden and how they interact with their other kids and grandchildren the same way, to be honest. Well... She's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. All right, so what's happened since the Fauci email dump is a couple of things. There is a lot of X-rated romance going on, and the attempt to protect uh, one's loved ones is uh, happening all over cable news. So you've got... Anthony Fauci, who's trying to protect his Chinese brethren mm-hmm. at any cost. And then you've got the media who's trying to protect their Fauci brethren right. at all costs. So here's Fauci uh, defending the Chinese. The idea, I think, is quite far-fetched. 
that the Chinese deliberately engineered something so that they could kill themselves as well as other people? Uh, I, I think that's a bit far out, John. Okay, Alice, who, what person anywhere was saying that the Chinese engineered something so that they could deliberately kill themselves? Yeah, that's that's the conspiracy theory. Nobody's theft. saying that. That is a straw man. Nobody's yeah, saying that. No, that's not what anybody's saying. What and we're he knows saying that, is, by the way. He knows that. Yeah. What we're saying is, and this is, I mean, Vanity Fair did a huge expose on this today. You should go read it. It's super long. But um, really all about how they, from the beginning completely tried to cover up the possibility that there was a lab leak here and going through it bit by bit showing that you know the closest natural relation of this virus is a virus that they had brought in to be engineered because it had gotten 12 miners sick in 2012 and some of them died um you know who were working in this cave from the bat guano so they isolated this bat virus and brought it to the lab it shares 96 percent of its genome with this sars Mm. virus which is the closest of any virus we've encountered so far we have no point of contact no patient zero like no way to figure out where this initially came from they knew it was human to human transmission early on you know the the intelligence community figured out last fall that they had, you know, these these Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers get sick. At the very least, it's a possibility. It's a clear possibility that this virus was either something they had isolated in the lab that got out or that it was something they had modified in some way that got out by accident, obviously. Right. I mean, so but but the Chinese government was also doing military research at this same facility. So the possibility that, you know, they were researching it as a bioweapon and it got out accidentally is also a possibility. I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's that's part of this. But Vanity Fair has this huge long expose. Why, you might ask, did our government work so hard to cover up this possibility? Well, the bomb thrower in chief weighed in. At a press briefing, Trump contradicted his own intelligence officials and claimed he had seen classified information indicating the virus could have come from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. As to what the evidence was, he said, I can't tell you that. I'm not allowed to tell you that. Trump's premature statement poisoned the waters for anyone seeking an honest answer to the question of where COVID-19 came from. According to Pottinger, there was an antibody response within the government in which the discussion of a possible lab origin was linked to destructive nativist posturing. The revulsion extended to the international science community whose maddening silence frustrated researcher Miles Yu. He recalled anyone who dares to speak out would be ostracized. And then further down towards the end of the article, it says that even though China obviously is to blame here for covering so much of this information up and keeping us from knowing the truth, um, They tell us that the United States deserves a healthy share of blame as well. Thanks to their unprecedented track record of mendacity and race baiting, Trump and his allies had less than zero credibility. (laughs) And the practice of funding risky research via cutouts like the EcoHealth Alliance enmeshed leading virologists in conflicts of interest at the exact moment their expertise was most desperately needed. So this is so so in other words, but the article actually they can't. Hide the even though they have these few statements where they're trying to make it seem like all this only happened because Trump was so racist and such an evil liar that they had to take the opposite position. The article is fascinating. It's like reading a spy novel. All the ways that they tried to cover this up and hide things and um, discredit people, and because they're all deep in, and we were funding a lot of this research, and even though we had a moratorium on gain-of-function research, it was like a wink-wink thing. Everybody knew that they were doing it, because there's no virology without gain-of-function research, basically, and that, um, you know, that that everything that Rand Paul's and Donald Trump's in the world alleged that this was a possibility that this had happened is completely with merit and should be investigated and it just came down to hurt feelings mm-hmm. yeah because he's they couldn't mean. believe trump because he's like a racist liar so right that would be bad to do that so that's why they have to take a different tack than he had mm-hmm. and they're and, still trying dr yeah. leanna Wen was tweeting that that they we sh- still shouldn't investigate the lab leak theory when biden announced it because it could lead to violence against asian americans d- the, the most important thing in this religion is that Trump is evil and bad and never right. Those are the tenets of this religion, and they must never be challenged. That's it. And everything else, 
Everything mm-hmm. else is subordinate to that. So they have, if that means that the virus spreads and kills more people, that's fine. Whatever it takes, whatever we have to offer, whatever you have to offer up to this virus, whether it's your kids sucking wind, trying to play softball at, at, in 75 degree weather, right? you know, it, whether or not it's being complicit in helping the Chinese cover up, the number one goal is to just screw Trump, that's it, because I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. So right. they're all the smartest people in the world, all these Ivy League doctor, 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 all these initials after the doctor, all these people, they're just as dumb as the idiots in The View. When that theory came out that it could have come from a lab, it came out under the former administration, and I think the messenger matters. I think during that time... The messenger matters. Uh, well, I yep. guess it does. When that theory started to be told, it was buried in an administration and a former president who often kind of troped in uh, kind of racist terms and dog whistles, and so it buried... And the- so since we're all so insane... That we read every possible evil, evil element into everything Trump Mm -hmm. says that we can't see through it because we're seeing this boogie monster because our minds are crushed that then that's just how it's going to be. Message that could have been actually reasonable, but no one was going to hear it because it came from under Trump's administration and the media at that time was used to what he doled out and they were going to push back on that. Right. My God. She's saying as if that's a good thing. Yes, we all refuse to process logic and reason. We all Mm -hmm. refused to uh, to to uh, be act in a stable manner because it was Trump saying stuff. So we all did. And not good for it. Yeah. Good for us. See, so it's not our fault. No, it's his fault for being him to driving us crazy, making us into idiots. Is it fair to criticize Fauci for not knowing the exact answer when everyone wanted it? <laughs> no, no I way. Mean, nope. You know this anti-science crowd on the right with the with Trump. They had the science. <laughs> They're the ones who are pointing to the science. But no, the anti-science crowd. It's, you know, it's a slogan. Doesn't ever mean anything. You're anti-science. <laughs> Has been criticizing Fauci from the Giddy app as if he's some kind of oracle of Delphi instead of a scientist. You know, um, the man uh, gets the facts, gets the information, and then adjusts what he says to people. What do they expect from him? And, you know, Trump was, was blaming the Chinese from the beginning because he was using them as scapegoats. If it happens to be true that it comes from Wuhan, well, that was just a lucky break on his part because he took a guess, in my opinion. No, that's not a mentally crazed <laughs> person at all. Not my that he God. has access to intelligence and stuff that you don't no, have. No, it doesn't matter. He doesn't get the win because he was just guessing. He didn't know. He was lying. He was just he racist. That. Yeah, yeah. These and now they're zombified saying- <laughs> idiots have important and influential positions in the world. No. From Fauci to Joy Behar to all over the place. In a way, they're lucky that Trump, in some ways, didn't take all the virus stuff seriously because they would have been on the other side of it. Totally. Had, had he, from the get-go been like super serious about it and wearing N95 masks everywhere and demanding that people come into his orbit in, you know, hazmat suits and stuff Mm -hmm. and like had taken the virus really serious. They would all have said it was a hoax and made up. There would be zero masks. They would just as soon as duplicate exactly Mm -hmm. typical Republican fear mongering than they would have worn a mask. They would never have done it. Never in a million years. You know what would have been? Yes. The Nazis wore armbands. The Trump people wear masks. That's what it would have been. The same exact thing. Oh God. Idiots. Anyway. (laughs) So, um, so, um, the people in CNN, like I said, were busy, um, filleting, um, um, (laughs) Fauci all day doing iron dome level defense of him. Thousands of emails to and from Dr. Anthony Fauci have been obtained by news outlets, including CNN. They offer a glimpse into Fauci's frantic schedule and the weight that came with his role uh, of being a bearer of honest news, frank and honest news. There was a universe, and it existed until a few years ago, where a producer would tell somebody to bail out, go to commercial. The producer would then call down to the front desk and tell them to send security up to the studio. (laughs) And the producer would tell that person right there that he's fired and he needs to leave right now and that his stuff will be FedExed to him. Those days are gone, but there was a day when that would happen. On the Trump administration's coronavirus task force, in one email from February of last year, Fauci wrote, it was reminiscent of post-anthrax days. 
Days later, he told a reporter, quote, I am really tired, not much sleep these days. Oh, my goodness. Wow. What a saint. Goodness. I mean, really, like a martyr to the cause. Do you have Nicole Wallace in there, too? Uh, yes. So there was some subtle shade being thrown in Nicole Wallace by the Chiron writer here. So go ahead and play her. Well, the true about. mark of someone is if they look good, even when their personal emails come out. So you, you pass the test that very few of us would, would pass. So the Chiron on this said moments later, Dr. Fauci on release of his work emails. Thousands of emails from 2020 were obtained by FOIA request. So what? because she said that his personal emails, so few of us would look good if our personal emails were released right. past the test as though like his email account was ha- his like Yahoo.com yeah, yeah, yeah. was ha- hacked by somebody and released well, his right, personal it, emails. It, so the Chiron writer wrote work emails and right. not just his emails, but work emails and pointed out in the subhead there that it was uh by FOIA request. So these are, this is legitimate. They can't Hunter Biden. Maybe it's not accurate. We don't know. The Russians could have planted it. Like, this is the emails provided by the U.S. government upon a FOIA request by the Washington Post and BuzzFeed. So this isn't right. some right wing exactly. conspiracy theory by, you know, Russia today or whatever. This but, is, but you this know is a, you know, a legitimate government channel. And I, we read you some of these emails yesterday on the show, how he's setting up big conference calls to talk about the possibility of a lab leak last February. But she's also simply spinning on his behalf. Right. So you have people, and I know newspaper so editors, noble. who will watch this, who watch her already, who will watch this. And say, well, the true mark of someone is if they look good, even when their personal emails come out. So you, you pass the test that very few of us would, would pass. I know editors will say, wow, she made a really good point. The end. That mm-hmm. even though it's her, his personal emails, he yeah. really looks good. You're right. And they'll accept the premise that she says that it, it looks good. He doesn't look good. Yeah. He not only bad. are they not his personal emails right. that he knew would be subject to public records requests and everything else. Their, you know, government property, all these emails. But not only were they not his personal emails, but he doesn't friggin' look good. He looks terrible. Not only was he lying about masks, not only was he lying about the death rate of the virus, not only was he lying about how many people need to be vaccinated to, you know, reach herd immunity, not only all this stuff day after day does he like spin and lie and change things, but you know, we also know now that he was lying about the possibility of a lab leak last year. Like, I mean, <laughs> this is and his own involvement in it, because as the head of NIAID, I don't know if you say NIAID or what people say, but, uh, you know, the, the NIH was overseeing this funding that was going as I was reading you from the Vanity Fair article that you should definitely go read that, um, you know, they were giving money to these big umbrella organizations that were giving it to all these crazy labs that we weren't overseeing. This is our money. You and me, the Eco Health Alliance was this big group that was getting all these government grants and giving it to various groups, including the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Rand Paul was right, you know, that that our tax dollars could have funded the development or at least the isolation of this virus. Right. This is a virus. They specifically went looking. There's this cave in Yunnan province, which is thousands of miles away from where this lab is, where all these bat viruses are. And like they went there and isolated a bunch of them and brought them back to their lab in Wuhan. Now, what are the chances that a very similar virus to the ones from that cave thousands of miles away would pop up all of a sudden right by the lab. And there's only, I think I was reading in the article, there's like three labs in the world that do this type of research with these types of viruses. With these types of viruses anyway. So it's not like, you know, they're all over and it could have happened anywhere. I mean, it's possible. It's, you know, in the same country, it's possible that somebody, you know, traveled from the lab and released it from the cave where all the bat viruses are. I mean... It occurs to me maybe we should just nuke this bat cave. <laughs> this is where all the <laughs> this is where all the that terrible is, virus. Uh, Anti Asian hate, uh, by the way. But it's probably you probably learned it from your buddy. I think it was obvious to smart people that's where it came from. I have no doubt about it. I had no doubt about it. Uh, I was criticized by the press because China has a lot of people taken care of. They he ain't wrong. Took care of Hunter. They took care of Joe. They took care of everybody, didn't they? And people didn't want to say China. 
usually they blame it on Russia. It's always Russia, Russia, Russia. When it comes to China, the more we learn about their malfeasance regarding the virus and what they knew very early on and lied to the world about, is it important for the United States? <laughs> this is a Newsmax interview, by the way. Trump mm. likes this guy just fine. States ...that we make them pay a real penalty for what they did. Well, we have to be stronger than what we are right now. Right now, what's going on is just uh, very unfortunate. Uh, you know, I put massive taxes and tariffs on China. We took in tens of billions of dollars, and they're talking about taking them off. I hate to ta- say it, even though he had some nice things to say about uh, Jing Jing... Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had good old-fashioned uh, trade war going with him. You know, he did. He was tough on China. He was trying to, uh, you know, get rid of uh, or uh, protect our uh, uh, IP. And, you know, there was definitely he got hell for it, of course, because oh, yeah. that was wrong. But you, maybe the tariffs backfired. Maybe they didn't. But he did something. They got the point that he was not necessarily uh, an agreeable uh, leader. Uh, you look at the military they're building, it's going to be. You know, just so it's so big what they're doing and they're doing it with money they take out of the United States. So you're right, though, if if it does come, if, in fact, we funded the development of what is possibly a biological weapon that went wrong and killed three million people on Earth and six hundred, seven hundred thousand Americans. Yeah. Then on Fauci's watch. Right. Then there is no bigger story. Than mm-hmm. that, that is that w- that we were part of the impetus for the biggest man-made disaster in our history. There is no bigger story. Yeah, of course. There also is no more gravity, sea level, or logic left in the world. Mm-hmm. So who knows if that even matters? Because dumbs like the people on the View. And the uh, media people and elected leaders, etc., who are 100% emotionally mm-hmm. broken, they are not salvageable, I think. Intellectually salvageable, anyway. Okay, uh, another thing is the... Um, I uh, mean, fr- so this is interesting, though, because you say, like, there's no bigger story. Um, Fauci obviously having trouble. Where's my phone, bud? Is it out of batteries? No. Are they letting you use it? The, the other kid. Why kids? don't you have it? Why don't you have it, Anson? Because I don't want to. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, the- so, but I mean, I think it's interesting that Fauci's a little bit left out to dry here on these emails, and not only is he left out to dry, but his book that had just been announced a couple days before, "Expect the Unexpected," he had a big book deal to uh, write about his lessons from all this. Mm -hmm. And the book is now not on Amazon or Barnes & Noble for pre-order anymore. So I didn't know if this was was true or false. I mean, it's not on there. They spiked the book? It's not on there. Is this guy going to, like, skip (laughs) town and go to uh, Beijing? I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I mean, we had one person say to us, like, the government wouldn't have you know, gotten this FOIA request out on time unless they already were fine with him taking the fall for this because, like, he looks so bad in these emails despite the media trying to cover for him here. Like, I just... No way would they have let those go out unredacted unless they already... So maybe it is going to come out that he knew they were funding this type of research. I I don't know. I mean, it seems crazy. It seems crazy. I mean, I... I still think like the most plausible is that they just had this virus there and, you know, and somebody and, screwed and, up. And somebody screwed up right. because they have there's been a bunch of cases in these research labs in China where they have things accidentally escape or almost accidentally escape where people don't follow proper mm-hmm. safety protocols. Right. So this is Francis Collins of the, the guy who runs the National Institute mm-hmm. of Health. Uh, he's on Fox News, and he gets salty immediately. You can hear him making little noises. He gets salty because the uh, anchor, who's uh, Martha McCallum, is asking the wrong question. She's asking about how this thing started in China when he just wants to talk vaccines. We've talked about vaccines. We've talked about research. But now more. 
being here. Um, we all agree that we it's very important to put COVID behind us. You and I have talked about vaccines. We've talked about research. But now more and more, I, I think it's really important that we drill down because we don't want this to happen again. Uh, and we have seen other viruses that came from lab leaks. I think that is also something that wasn't widely discussed at the beginning of this. Um, you know, so I think there are a lot of questions about the relationships and why we weren't asking tougher questions early on from our medical professionals. I I, I agree we need to get to the bottom of this. Oh, that was him huffing and puffing at the beginning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but gosh, you and I just spent a whole bunch of minutes here talking about some issue that we need to get an answer to. And meanwhile, people are still dying from COVID-19. And we didn't even talk about the ways to get to an end to this with vaccines. So please, could we have a... Are there vaccines available? I hadn't heard. No, I don't know. Is I'm... there any way that you can get no, one? Or... I don't think so. I don't <laughs> oh, think so. I don't know how Someday to get there'll one. be a vaccine. Hit more of the focus on how we're going to save lives while we're talking about how this all started. We need both of those, don't we? No, we punk, we don't. A, a lot okay, of time you and your that, moron, I think, jerk, um, lab-coated, The, the questions about the origins of this are not going away, Dr. Collins, and I think we need to... Hell. Yeah, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. One a dang bit. Okay, okay, okay. Alice, um, I... Update. So the, they're saying it's... The book is published by National Geographic, and they told Newsweek that the book was taken down because it went on pre-sale prematurely. Ooh, okay. Wow. So they're saying mm. they didn't mean to put it up for pre-sale earlier this week. It was a mistake. So I guess they're waiting Seems to like see how Seems like it would be a low-priority <laughs> book, right? You'd give the new guy that job to make sure that goes on sale at the right time. All right, Alice, um, it is time. I've got to go to baseball, uh, mm-hmm. American, where, uh, you know what? You know what, Alice? Yeah. I think that uh, I think men or women can coach because I'm a really good person, and that's uh, that's just how I feel yeah. about that. All right, here we go, everybody. Um, thank you all, by the way, for um, subscribing and uh, follow me. Uh, my Substack is out today. Follow. You can send us a message: burnbarrelpodcast at gmail dot com. Do leave a message uh, thing in the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, a comment and a five stars if you can. If you don't, if you can. I always feel like a jerk asking, and I always feel like a jerk for mentioning that I feel like a jerk mm-hmm. for saying it. Okay. That good? It's perfect. Have a great weekend. Awesome. Have Save a great weekend, everybody. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.